Oh, all right, I'm out of breath. Um, right, Tommy, how are you, Cobber? Carlos, how you going, mate? How's your, uh, how's your week been, mate? It's good, mate. I'm out of breath. I just had to breath. look for your remote. My dead shit niece has lost it somewhere. Love them to death, but my God. Found it, watching the Demons game. Yes. Um, Big game Just tonight. getting ready. Big game ahead. I want to tell you... What's the score so far? Currently, we are, we are currently at... 25-22 Geelong. This could be the grand final. Uh, Absolutely can be. This could be the grand final right here. Uh, real quick story. It's about something that happened to me at work many years ago, and I was thinking about it today. For no particular reason, actually. But when I was 19, I was working in a train station by myself. It was a Friday afternoon. It was about 1.50. I was supposed to finish at 1.35. But I was a bit running. I was running a little bit late because I was doing some stuff, just getting ready. Walking out at one fifty, and I'm leaving. This woman says to me, "Can I use your toilet, please?" I said, "Sorry, love, we're shut down for the day. Um, they're not open. There's no one here to help you." And she abused me, called me a cunt, everything. And I said, "Sorry, I can't help you." And then, in one swift move, this banshee put her hand up her dress, <laughs> whipped out a tampon, and threw it at me. <laughs> now she didn't whip it out of her purse. She whipped it out of her rotten old bloody box. Oh, that was so fucking foul, man. It swung past me, hit the wall. I didn't know what to do. Did you matrix that shit? Did you fucking... Well, just no, it just down. it didn't sort of come... Like, it come at me, but it didn't go close to me. And I sort of looked at it, hit the wall, and I looked back at her, and I thought to myself, you know what, you've got two options. Cause a scene and clean it up, or just turn around and get out of there. So I just left. And I arrived back on Monday morning, 05.30, five minutes early, and there it was. Proud of honeymooners dick. Just staring at me. Crusty. Bring, bringing back bad memories. Crusty so that was demon. What I, I was thinking about that today. I don't even know why I was thinking about was it. Was that at Fernie Grove? That was a Groveley. No. Oh. That was a Groveley. Of all stations, Groveley. Oh, it's not a great station. What a place. Yeah. yeah it's it could place. be worse. What made you think of that? I don't know. I honest to God don't know, but I was thinking about just past incidents I've had in my work life. And that one popped in my head. I was young. I was young though. It's definitely fiery and young, but I just, I just let it go. I just thought, you know what? If this woman's willing to pull that out and throw it at me, she's got something going on upstairs. Oh, she's wheeling the box on. You would imagine. She would have smashed me head into. She wasn't. She wasn't a small woman. Um, geez, we've got plenty to talk about. We do, mate. There's plenty to talk about. I mean, we, the, the we, nights are, the nights won by six weren't very good though against the Bulldogs. I wasn't really. I wasn't thrilled for a team that's really looking to solidify their spot in the top eight. I think we have, but uh, I'm pretty sure you're in Jesus the eight like, now. But like, yeah, we're seventh at the moment. Not... We're four points clear. A lot of a lot of um, a lot of results went our way today, which was good. You definitely didn't. Uh, did so you far. didn't set a light for Bulldogs, which you know makes you think, makes nah, you wonder, are you just going to nah. get get dumped out in the in the first game of the finals? Who knows? We had we had some poor defensive er- uh, efforts, and there's a lot of. What I wish they would do is feed early ball to Bradman Best, mm-hmm. and they're not doing that. They're making him do these sort of one-out hits off the uh, off kick returns and stuff, which is handy, but he's not getting early ball where he can show his magic, use his power, his speed, his footwork. He's sort of getting pigeonholed into this role of run it off after the first ha- uh, first hit up after the kick, and then he gets left in the lurch sometimes, and it's not good enough. They need to get him early, clean ball. Yep. That's my gripe. Is that and, uh, is that the only thing where you guys think that you're struggling? Like, do you think that there's no defensively? We're doing some quite dumb. We're doing some de- really poor defensive things. The Connor Watson situation with him going to the Roosters, I saw worries that. me. It doesn't worry me massively, but I wonder. I think him as a person, and I don't know the guy, but this is just something I'm assuming from seeing him on social media and hearing him talk in the media. He is at a crossroads in his career where he wants more out of his football now than he can potentially get from the Knights. And this, Trent Robinson is a proven winner and he's a great coach. He debuted Connor in 2017, I think. So it's to me, I think it's a great move for him because he'll Trent will probably turn him into the New South Wales number 14 within one and a half seasons, maybe even one. 
he's got that ability. But it worries me because I think he went for less money, less years. So we don't have this draw. But I, on the flip side, Adam O'Brien is still a very young coach. And then but of the course Josh King departure. You, you're going to have you're going up against the Roosters, you know, all bit. Yeah, but we've all got be respect, like, all due respect. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, well, they are the glamour club, but he went for less money and less years. We gave him sort of long term security with 350k, and he went for two years 300k. Well, it's like it has the conversation to be a we were having, um, you know, on our on our last episode where we were talking about, you know, like the old Tom Brady versus Dak Prescott. So obviously, Absolutely. this guy's probably weighed up. Do I stay at the Knights for more money and more years, but potentially not even get a crack at winning a grand final? Or do I go to the Roosters? See, I think we're close. Take a bit. I think we're close. Well, look, obviously you know more than me about the Knights, but you know, you're know you in seventh. Do you really think you're going to make that much of a jump next year to go from seventh to contention? I think we are closer than everyone thinks. We have a really We had a really poor run of injuries again this year. Once they've gone away, our winning percentage goes up. Pierce Ponger back together. You got to remember, for it was the first time this year that Pierce Ponger and Braley had ever play, had ever played together, and they've been together for eighteen months. So now they're getting a bit of a combo. Our forward pack can hang it with everybody. They they are a pack of beasts. The Knights forward pack, they will do hang with anyone. Outside backs, really a lot to be left to be desired. Minus Bradman, best. Kurt Mann tries his hardest. Heimel Hunt is good, but he's not really a great finisher. Anari Tawala has been good the last few weeks, but prior to that, he was really just average. Really average. Mm. We've got a, Edric Lee's there, but he's got this fucking weird injury. I don't know. I think we're close. I reckon we're within a couple of seasons of giving it a good push, at least. Yeah. Give it definitely a good push to get maybe to the semi. And look, obviously, I'll... I'll agree with you, because you know more about that club than I do. But I just where I struggle at the moment is I look at the... I'll, I'll write the eels out because I think the eels are probably in the same category as you right now. I think they're they're oh, slippery slope. Yeah, exactly. They're they're probably going further down more than what you guys are, and we're, we're on the up. You we're, guys are on the up. They're on the down. Now. But the five above them, so the roosters, the sea eagles, the rabbitos, the panthers, and then the storm. Are you going to get that much better that you're going to be better than those five teams? I don't that's think so. Where it's going to be too? It's that's where it's tricky for me because. Out of those four teams, the dark horse for me there is the Sea Eagles. Oh, absolutely. And I was talking to a guy at work about this yesterday. In my time watching rugby league, I have never, ever witnessed a more dominant display than what Tom Trebojevic has done this year. He has been so fucking dominant with everything he does. He runs the ball like a front rower. You look what he did in Origin 1. He took two, two hit-ups in the first set of six. And I was like, well, it's game over. He's going to win. They're going to win and they're going to win big. He, he's got the skills of a halfback and like the slickness of a fullback. He's as big as a back rower. He runs like a front rower. He's everywhere. I've He's scored 20-plus tries in 14 games. He's got something like 22 or 23 try assists. I've... In like watching Joey, what well, he was very dominant, but he was dominant in another way. I've never seen someone so all-round dominant in a game ever than I've seen this season. And a few of the other people I've spoke to sort of are tending to agree with me, even though they are mainly supporters. But I've never seen anything like it. I've it's seen astounding. I've seen more talented players. Um, have you seen them keep it up for this long? Uh, it's a yeah, I have, but it's tricky. Like. I feel like right now he's easily probably the best player in the comp in terms of when he he has the most. He's impact. the best player in the world. He has the oh, most. He has, he has the most impact. So when he gets the ball, he can alter the way the game goes more than anybody in the comp. However, I would argue that uh, maybe two years ago, three years ago, maybe that Tedesco had equally the same value. He was. But Tedesco doesn't was, play the same. He doesn't as play the same as Travoyas because he's a fullback for starts, but. I'm talking, well, so is Trevojevic. Trevojevic is a fullback But he as well, plays in but, the centres in New South Wales. But, yeah, so, but he, well, that, that's what makes him better, in my opinion. It makes him better than Tedesco well, he's, more, he's more versatile. He's, yeah, he's more versatile. So he can play in different positions. But what I'm saying is, in terms of when they got the ball and general impact, like, Tedesco was unplayable a couple of years ago. So I think it ends and flows. Like, he is... I don't, I, don't think he had, I don't think he was as dominant, like, consistently, consistently dominant, as Tom I, I would say if I, the reason why I can't say that um, he like I haven't seen another player like it and, and, and whatever is because mm. this is for me probably a, a peak year. 
If he does it consistently, then I'll say, this guy could be the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. But he's had a, an yeah. amazing year and he's unstoppable at the moment. But you know what it's like better than anybody. When somebody has a breakout year, what happens the next season? There's two or three but see, people. see, this isn't his There's two or three year. people. He's done this before. Yeah, but, but this is definitely his best year, is it not? Well, this is the best year I've ever seen by anyone. Exactly. I've never seen anything like it. But my point I've is, I've never I think ever that, seen anything like it. I think that when you have a, a standout year like that, as good as he's doing, the next season, the pressure's up because you get two to three people on you all the time, and then people are expecting that you're going to be that good. I think he is that good. I think he's good enough to handle he, it. He, he, he might be. So he, he might be. But you know, there's been some great, great players over the years. I, I can't oh, freakishly great. I can't players. call him the best thing I've ever seen yet. He's, he's well, having this a fantastic period. Year. This period's the best I've ever witnessed when it comes to rugby league. Yeah, it's, I can't. I can't say that. The cats have gone up by ten. Packing bastards have gone up by. 10. It's going to happen for him. Um, but um, so, I mean, who would just just to talk about keep segueing way onto NRL before we go into AFL and all these other topics that we got in our mind tonight because we have a lot. Um, oh, tons. Just. If you think, if you had to pick right now, and I mean, yep. with your thinking cap on and you know yep. allegiances aside or whatever, who's your grand final? I've got Manly Melbourne, and I think that if Manly finish fourth, right, Manly will lose to Melbourne in the grand final. If Manly finish fifth, they potentially will beat Melbourne in the grand final. You do not want to play Melbourne twice in a final series because if you beat them, you're not beating them again. They're too good. They will. They run the field. They know everything about you, inside out. It just you got to look at the how good Bellamy prepares people from the cattle that he's lost, and that this is Melbourne's best ever season, and they have lost their four best ever players. Have they won twenty? How many games they won now? Nineteen or twenty? They've won nineteen in a row. Next week they're going for the most ever. Yeah, they've got the most games over thirty and a half points or something in a season ever by anyone. They are just breaking records everywhere this and you, guy, if you look at them across the paddock they're, they're all they look weaker compared to teams they've had in the past exactly I was just about to say but they're not I was just about they're to say not that. so you know as years passed they've had all these you know the Cameron Smiths the Billy Slaters the Greg Inglis the Israel Falaus all these players that they've had and yep. you could say on paper that this team isn't as strong but what they do what Bellamy does consistently every single year is he gets he produces Results year in year out. Absolutely, and I would I would argue, and when he's finished up, when he's done with the storm or whatever, wherever he goes, he could be the best coach of all time. He I, already is. I, I think he, he is. already. I think he, he already is, is the greatest. Because if you look, if you look at his body of work and what he's done for for the sustained period for this long yeah. period of time, no other coach has done that. So you might have coaches that have had maybe better years. You've had coaches that have maybe been more exciting or whatever but this this guy is on another level for the for the he is. length of time he's done it it's remarkable really is and to be to win 20 games potentially and to break the record that's insanity since 19 i think it's 1974 you look like if you look at some of the other super coaches at the game scene i never really saw anything to do with jack gibson he was before my time but from what i've heard about him and read about him he was a super coach but he didn't have the success craig bellamy has wayne bennett has had more success. He hasn't been in as many grand finals, but he's had more success because I think he's won... I think he's won seven. I think Craig's won six. I could be so wrong. He but won if you six with to, the Bronx and one with the And he's Dragons. won one with, with the Dragons yeah. in 2010. Yeah. Your boys. But if you look at Wayne's team of the Broncos from 19... I think he took over in 88 or 89. I can't remember. Through until when he left. He had the fucking Australian team on paper almost every week. They were ridiculously stacked. Yep. Where Craig had turned these players who admittedly have turned out to be some of the greatest players of all time but he helped build them into that that wasn't there from the start he he was there from the start well, look at, you and look they bought into his yeah, system absolutely you look at Adokar before he got you know before he got the Mate, storm he, he scored 120 tries in 160 games or something exactly so Ridiculous. there's there's a player he's, he's made absolutely amazing Cameron Munster, he's made amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, who's this Kiwi? Admittedly, that the Kiwi they, fella, got a lot that, of that, talent. That like, Hughes, yes, they were, and he's like this chubby. Looks like he's p- playing in the pub. He was side. an outcast. You, you know so what I mean? Him and Brandon Smith were outcasts from yeah. the Cowboys. They were no hopers. Craig brings them in and just turns them. They both play for New Zealand. Jerome Hughes is now running around as probably the second best halfback in the NRL. I can't see anyone who's sort of 
it's Nathan Cleary first, and then probably Jerome yeah. I don't Nathan see Cleary anyone who's easily close. the best halfback. Brandon Smith has so much impact on any given game he's in, whether it be defensively or especially with ball in hand. He's so impactful. And I think, Craig, what you said before is right. He will go down as the greatest coach of all time, but I think he already is. I think he has got enough on his resume to say, you know what, mate, you're the best. And good or good on you. And I mean, it, it, you look at Melbourne, and like I have a chat with Phil at work all the time, Melbourne aren't allowed to fail, but I don't think they can fail with Craig at the helm anyway because he just produces and produces and produces. Do you think the Panthers have got anything in them to cause an upset? I mean, I know they made the grand final no. last year. And, and then they, I mean, look, they've got some exciting players. I think that they'll probably be worse next year because they're losing a couple, like Burton going. Yeah. Um, that's a big loss Luke for them. Uh, not not Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Kate Kate going Just a real well. quick one. The Cats are gone 50-22. This is a fucking blowout. Nah. We'll talk about that in a minute, mate. We'll keep going. Sorry, mate. I've got the shits. <laughs> I've right, got the shits mate. now. Mate, hey, imagine how I feel, mate. We're bloody fucking oh, mate, third bottom. Seven to six. It's, it's, it's all right. Just take a chill pill. Um, the only way is up. Out of that bottom, of, like I was going to say, well, I'll get back to the Panthers quickly. So I don't think I'm with you under the understanding that I don't think the Panthers will, will win the grand final. Um, no. I just think the Storm were too good. And like I said, I think the Sea Eagles... Yes. I can't even ride out the Rabbitohs, to be honest, being a third... Um, no, Rabbitohs weren't that great last night. Penrith, Penrith schooled them a little bit last night. Um, but they they might have scars from when they played in Dubbo and fucking Penrith put 50 on them at the start of the year. So this, Yeah. But I will say this a too. A, a, t- a team that you don't want to have in fifth place is the Roosters. You don't want to play them. No. That's an awkward no. game. No. You absolutely don't want to play them. Yeah. No. So you can get... They can get on a run. You never know they've been there. They've done it before. So I won't dismiss the Roosters. But... Out of that top eight, well, so the, the, the teams that aren't in the top eight, so from nine down to 16, if you were to pick, let's say three, I'll give you three three teams, yep. and I want your opinion on this, in the next yes. couple of years, who do you think yep. out of the bottom eight is the most likely to put on yep. a, to move on and, and to put on a performance and to, and to get a team together and to be a force and to get the breaking into the top eight? Because obviously it's really hard to break into that top eight nowadays. Uh, yep. Who would you say is the teams that you think that's possible doing that? I'll give you the three. So I've got three. I think the Warriors, they're floating around. I think they might be 10th at the moment. There's a really close race between 7 and 11 at the moment. It's it's only sort of Well, two I'll, I'll tell you. I'll break it difference. down for you. So the, the Sharks are in 8th, and they're on 20 points. Down yeah, to, they're going to have a fight back. Down yeah, they to, won't have a fight back on a uh, Down to 13th, is, there's only two points in it. So from 8 to 13, that was, you know, that's... That's six or seven teams there. So they're, they're all tight. They're all close. It could go either way. Yep. But, but yep. I'll, I'll I think the Sharks will have a resurgence. I think the Warriors as well will have... They've bought really well. But the thing with Lost the Warriors Lost their best player, is, though. Yeah, well, the RTS. But they've gained a young fucking weapon, man. I know he's young still, but Jesus Christ, he has some impact. The, the Warriors, yes, to me... Walsh. I love Walsh. It depends... Who it depends what Warriors sort of turn up. If it's sort of lazy Warriors where they don't want to do the hard work, then you go, all right, game over. But they can some they have this ability to go on a run, and it's it sort of happened from two thousand and two when they made that grand final against the Roosters. I think it happened in two thousand and was it thirteen? Yeah, they it happened. Yeah, the they Roosters again? against Manly. No, Manly. Oh, Manly was they it? played yeah. Manly in exactly 20... the same thing. Exactly the same thing. Two thousand and something. Manly touched them up. Um, they have this ability to go on runs, right, where they are unstoppable. And I think they might be coming close to one of those run years again. And my third one, just with... Now, this is t- this would be all hinging on if they sack Trent Barrett. Because I don't think Trent Barrett's a very good coach. He ruined Manly. He fucking ruined Manly as a club. Like he, fu- he had a lot of shit going on outside that, but he fucked them. Dez come back and clean him up and look what he's doing with him now. If Trent Barrett gets sacked at the end of next year and the Bulldogs bring in a coach with a bit of nous, now I think with Wayne Bennett not retiring but leaving South at the end of next year, I reckon he can end up as Bulldogs coach. I don't know. There is no basis to that whatsoever. Yeah, I just, just a gut feel... Although Phil Gould's there and they fucking hate each other, so that's exactly. Really I was stupid, just actually. about to say. I just that. remembered that cunt went there, so that, yeah. that won't happen. Yeah. Um, it, if Trent Barrett fucks off, the Bulldogs have got the right mix now of people with 
Young Matty Burton coming in. He can't have too much pressure on him though. Ado Car. They Ado Car. They've got they've got a bit of they've got a bit about them. And I'd like to. I think they can fight back a little bit. The ones that worry me, I think your poor old dragons, mate. They, they got a lot to, got a lot to live up to. The dragons. We've, and got a we've, lot... we've got a lot going on, mate. We've got a lot going on. It's, There's a uh, lot going. On. I don't think Griffin will be there at the end of next year. I think he'll get sacked. I think some, which is sad because mm, I like him as a coach, but I think, I think he's gone. I think some of the signings too can be questionable, and if they don't, turn well, Embi is a weird signing for me because he. The Tigers signed him on $900,000 a year. Can you believe that? So, <laughs> Moses Mbai left the Bulldogs for the Tigers on some... It was like... It was back-ended too. So, it was like seven fifty, eight fifty, nine hundred for Moses fucking Mbai. Yep. If you, I don't know what you've got him on, but I'm assuming it's a lot less than that. Well, he's look, he's just poor. trying to put together the fucking Queensland team again. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Um, and it, like, yeah. Worry, the Maguire signing for me was a bit... What you doing? Like... See the McCulloch look, signing because you needed a hooker. A, the loss of Cameron McInnes was a big loss. So look, I'll um, look the the the, the Maguire one. I kind of give a pass because I think at the time we needed someone a bit, just with a bit of mongrel in them, just to just to rough yeah. up that pack a little bit. And this yeah. is before you know we lost Paul Vaughan and that whole barbecue thing happened. Um, so I think at the no, time I still think they're hard done by. I really look, truly think they're hard done mate, by still. I am. It, it, let's put it this way. They ultimately... This guy has been sacked because of a flu. You think about well, that? He, yes. He's been sacked but, because of a flu. You know what the thing that annoys me about it the most, and I think I've spoken about it before, is that these guys tackle each other hundreds of times a day. They sweat on each other. They'd be sweating their mouths. Like They are real physical with one another all day, every day, but they can't go and have a beer together in the afternoon at their private residence. I know there's a rule saying, oh, fucking everyone can't do it, but we don't live in a bubble. They do live in a bubble. Yeah, so so I there think, should be... I think the, th- um, That bubble should have some sort of leniency to it when you're only seeing the people that you've worked with all fucking day i think what i think what where it got sticky and and where um this is why ultimately they got in trouble is because obviously they signed contracts to say that they can't do that stuff and then what happened yeah. is i think they started to invite people that were outside of oh. their bubble so they started to well, invite, i know jack debellum was hiding under a bed yeah they started to invite i think they started to idiot. invite you know chicks around and, and people that weren't oh, inside their circle so in essence, they you know they're putting the fucking community at danger. The Jai Arrow Appy Chorus, yeah, and all that shit. You know what I mean? But look, still at the end of the day, I think it's ridiculous because, like you said, you can tackle each other all game, and you can, you know, this is what's really stupid, and they do it in the AFL. They tackle each other all game. They play a really high intense game, but then when they're in the uh, huddles after the game in the dressing room singing the song. They yep. wear masks, and it's like it's dumb. It's I so fucking dumb. Man. I don't understand. It's this. really starting to give me the shits. I, like you watch all the players now; they run out with masks on, they throw them in a buck in a bucket, right? If that, it, it makes no sense to me because there's a guy standing there holding the bucket. It, <laughs> what, what is going on? It, it's so infuriating. Yeah, we're playing silly buggers now. It's ridiculous. It's just but, outrageous. Um, so just give me your yeah, give me go. your grand finalists this year. I, I reckon it's going to be Manly Melbourne. Yeah, so just just to round off, you've got Manly Melbourne. Who've you got? I do. Who've you got winning it? It's all dependent on if they play twice. If they play twice, Melbourne. If they play once, Manly. Jeez, that's big. Um, so my grand final, um, it's, it's crazy, man. My grand final is actually Melbourne v Seagulls. Also, yep. And I've said call. I've said for a while, and I don't know, you might not have heard me. Been talking to a few fellas at work about it. And I've said, I'm telling you now, I've got a really, I've got a gut feeling, and, and it's happening because this guy is, we've been talking about it, this guy is in stellar form and he's staying fit yep. and nothing is happening to him. I've got this weird feeling that Manly are going to win it. I, I, I got so this, do I. I've got this eerie feeling like that, that is one team that you just want to avoid. And if they get a run, they can do something. And when they get into that finals, yeah, magic can happen. And, and I don't know why. Obviously, Storm and the Panthers on paper are better than them. But I just got this uh, gut feeling. So the thing with Manly, you look at Manly at the moment. For, Kieran Foran is in great form again. Hasn't he? The, uh, I'll tell you what. I mean, obviously he's to... He's turned around. That's what I was about to say. So obviously to the people that know footy in in and out, we can see it. But Manny's yeah. gone under the radar. He has gone under he the ha- radar he, this But year. he's playing so and well. He is there was playing. something that happened. I think it might have been against Canberra. 
and they oh no it might not have been doesn't matter they were down right and they were down by about 18 and they they'd scored just left of the post whoever it was and foreign was just fucking spraying everybody just beside the post and i thought holy shit he's back this is the Kieran Foran from 2010, 11, 12. That's right. The, he's back. The guy, the, he's got his mojo back and watch out and he has just gone gangbusters. He's getting overshadowed by the work Trebojevic and but, but that's almost Cherry a, Evans are doing. That's almost but a better perfect. thing though. You know it's what I mean? perfect for him. It's think, absolutely yeah, perfect because yep. he's got the slight touch. He's got the nice little pass. He's got solid defense. He's just doing his work and he's doing it really, really good. I think that um, what's evident is that over the last, you know, the clubs that he's been at, he's been at the Doggies. He's been at, he was, was he at the Warriors for a bit? Yes, he yeah. did. And he was yeah. at Parramatta. Yeah, at Parramatta. And I think at that, at, at that stage in his career, he was asked to be the man. And when you ask him to be the man, I just don't think he's that type of guy. He can't really. He had a lot that. of injuries too. He, he had did, a shit ton of and injuries. he had a lot of mental problems. He was going through some shit. Yeah. Obviously, that was evident. But I think that someone like that just can't handle all that pressure of being the yeah. guy that's got to dictate the play in, in the game. I think that's a very fair call. It is, mate, because I think that now you got Cherry Evans, you got Trevojevic, which is easily the best player in that team. It takes a lot of pressure off him, and he could just play his game. He can do what he needs to do. He can be effective, and he can play the best footy. And he's happy to play the footy that he wants to play right now. He's not His head's not getting involved, you know what I mean? He's not getting over pressure. Yes. Um, but I also think that Hasler is at a, a perfect fit for him. You know what I mean? He's he's, 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 he's like a mad scientist, that bloke. He's he crazy. Is. He is, and it's, it's just crazy. turned out to be a great... Uh, you know, a great rejuvenation of his career. You know what I mean? He's he's on the up again, and he's playing. And it's good really, to see. You know, I, I really love to see a bounce back because I I know a lot of people hate Manly. I don't. I can't. I don't hate Manly, even though I probably should because they're probably the Knights' biggest rivals. I don't hate him, and I, I love to see a bounce back for a player who I think deserves it. And he's and he deserves a good bounce back, and he's doing really well. The only team I hate is the fucking Rabbitohs, mate. I mean, that's for obvious see, I reasons. Hate the Broncos. Obvious I really reasons hate for me, Broncos. mate. Come on. Um, Dragons, yeah, true. <laughs> um, but yes, um, I just just rejuvenation of his career, mate. It's Lakers. really good to see. You don't see it a lot. Um, no, you don't. You don't. See I it thought a lot. he was done, and, and it's nice to see. I thought he was done. I thought after like his last, where he left his last club and he came to Manly, I thought there's yep. there's no way he's going to get back to his form. But he's turned it around and he's playing awesome footy. But um, Onto the AFL, Real mate. quickly. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was just before, about to say that. It's, we're, we're getting pumped. 62-23. It's an absolute joke. Mm. Aren't, Port, Port, aren't Port playing well? Port are looking hot. Port are they're very hot. Like they're looking like they're going to... Very hot. They are hot at the moment. Mm. Geelong's putting us to the sword. Mm. I've got it on in the background. I'm looking at this top eight, and of the top eight, I can see three teams who can win it. Yep. Port, the Ds... The Cats, I can't see anyone else out of that winning it. I've said this to you many times. If Brisbane didn't win it last year in Brisbane, they're not winning it. That was their ultimate. That was their chance, and they blew it. Um, the Bulldogs, falling away a little bit. The Swans, nah, not really. GWS are in a bit of... They're getting beaten by Carlton at the moment, but I think they'll fight back and win that one. And Essendon, do nothing for me. Yeah. So... You're more of a guru when it comes to this than me because I've sort of I've really taken to the game in the last couple of years and I yep. really really enjoy it. But you, you've got your heels in. You've got the tattoo on the ankle or the, on the calf. <laughs> you've got you've got the dirty bird on the calf. I do, mate. He's there. Peaking. The big Maggie. I can't say a dirty bird because I I go for the Maggies in the football. But um, it's actually not a bad symbol, is it? The Collingwood symbol. I'm just having a look at it now. I love it, mate. I mean, it's actually quite a nice looking symbol. Yeah. And, but fucking hell, aren't you bastards hated? Oh, we're easily. You're the, the most hated yep. club in it all, mate. With it, I, I would argue we're the most hated club in all the sports in Australia. Not only, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I can't think. Manly would be close. Manly's close, but I think Collingwood. Yep. Are despised. Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you and reckon it is? We like what do you think it is? Is, uh, is it is it because they they sort of a battler area, or is it because they you, were a bit rough and guts back in the day? Because you look at Hawthorne, they were fucked in the eighties and nineties. They were rough as shit. I think years ago so, we we had like it's it's not that that bad now, but years ago our fans were kind of had a name about them as being you know kind of like you know rough and dull bludgers, and we were just like off the center link, and we were just. <laughs> You know, grubby <laughs> sets of fans and all that shit. And I think years ago we kind of were, but um, going on travel warrants. Yeah, exactly. And we just had we just had grubby sets of fans, but um, also too, 
you know people aren't gonna like to hear it but when you are the when you are consistently in grand finals and stuff like that and you and yeah, you're disliked yeah. People jump on the bandwagon of, of hating you. So yes, we play. Do you them. know what it is in Australia? Mm. They talk about this, and it's it's very different in America. Australians, I I reckon, get this thing where they hate the tall poppy. It's a tall poppy syndrome, right? So if you're winning, it's the same reason I get the shits with Melbourne. The same reason I don't like Brisbane and the the Roosters annoy me because I don't want to see them winning all the time. The tall poppy syndrome gets to me. Mate, I love I an underdog. I, Australians love an underdog. Absolutely. But I don't think that that's just Australians. I think that's, you know, people in general. For example... You like, reckon? I'll, I'll give you an example. I reckon um, Americans love a front runner. No, and I'll give you an example. Um, how many times... And I know you might just yeah. because you fucking hate him. I don't. I Actually, I, he's probably easily top three for me. But um, how many times when he was probably at 40, you know, did you want Floyd to lose? I hate Floyd Mayweather. Exactly. Um, I wanted him to lose since he was twenty and zero. I can't but, stand him. I but my point is, with. the longer it went on, the more time the people. That's why people pay their money because they want to see it. Yeah, end. but he was ducking everyone. They There's a see difference it end. between that, though, because I could argue this point with you all the time. I think Floyd, if you look at his resume, and I know we've gone off AFL here, his resume is not what it should have been. Or what it could have been. Yes, he's fifty and zero, right? He's fifty and zero. It's really hard to do to be fifty and zero. He's defensively probably the best fighter I've ever seen, but he ducked everyone. He never changed weight classes. He wouldn't fight anyone that was in form. He waited and waited and waited to people dropped. He, I think he do, he was a ducker. He would couple, he it, he made Pacquiao wait five years to fight him. Couple of things. Um, yeah, I'm gonna put my boxing hat on here. So first off, you're wrong about uh, being in weight divisions because he's a multiple time uh, like is he uh, yes multiple multiple I, divisions, I thought mate. he was um, I might be thinking Golovkin so first I might be yeah so first that wrong second thing is um, that Pacquiao I think it, that's tit for tat because Pacquiao avoided blood tests for years so uh, Mayweather always said that he felt that going from fucking flyweight up to bloody like what was it welterweight or whatever it was it's like seven or eight divisions he kept asking Pacquiao to do blood tests because he was like, there's no way someone can go up from that low and knock people out It's all in his calves. Look how big Pacquiao's um, calves are. And Pacquiao kept avoiding it. So anyway, that's another discussion. So we're going too far here. We need to get back on AFL. And I'll, but I'll touch on that back in a minute because that's a lot to talk about. Just, I love that topic and I love Floyd. But um, yeah, just quickly back on AFL. So we, you, we got grand final um, and who I think is going to win it, right? That's what we were talking about. Yes, I think there's only three that can be in it. I think there's only three that have the potential to win it: Port, mm. Melbourne, so Cats. Right now, if you were to if you were to say who the fuck do you think is going to be in the grand final, I've got grand final as Port Adelaide and Geelong, because I think that those two teams, call. right now, I think Port and I I hate to say it because I really don't I don't like Port, but Port yeah. Adelaide for me are, are just hit form at the best time and they've got players back from injury at the best possible moment yeah, they have. and they, they are really flying have. and don't forget they played in the prelim last year um, and they yeah, lost they to did. Richmond they would have learned from that I think they learned a lot from that um, and they're playing really really good footy if you actually look at their stat of their last six or seven games that they've played they've been they've, they've swamped teams I mean yes yeah, they won a game against the Doggies a real close one last night but they're playing in great form Geelong are a team that can get to a grand final. I don't know if they're going to win yeah. it, but they're a very good side. last year against Richmond. That was... Exactly. Uh, they played the grand final odd. against Brisbane. They played the grand final against Brisbane, 100%. Oh, yeah, they good. absolutely did. Um, they really did. But Melbourne, Brisbane, and Bulldogs don't give me confidence of being able to get over the line. I think they're exciting. And on their day, I think they can beat anybody. But when it comes to finals, they've all three of those teams have kind of got young sides. They've got a yeah. few veterans, but the majority of those three sides are quite young. And I think that just in those pressure scenarios, in you know, in finals, in NRL, in AFL, in fucking Champions League finals, in, in NBA finals, the game slows down. It's not as fast-paced and, f- and frantic as it, as it is in the season. It slows down, and you need a few old heads and veterans in the side to be able to dictate the play and make the right decisions, and I just think it, it becomes more you. It becomes more decision based. There's only one thing I would I would say is a bit different to that is state of origin where it becomes more fast. Oh yeah, harder. but origins. And the, but that's thing. a different game. You know, that's I mean? a different beast. Yeah, it's origins. A complete it's beast. complete own thing, and and it's and it's special. The game thing. does slow down. I think it. I think it becomes a tougher game. Do you know in finals, right? And it's. I think it's the exact same for AFL and NRL. 
the game becomes more old school than the regular season. The, the rules are a bit more lenient. The umpires and the referees are a bit more foot off the gas, and they just let the game play itself out. There's a bit more bashing. There's a bit more argy-bargy in it in 100%, both forms of the game. 100%. And, and, and there's a lot more sort of macho masculinity in it. And I, it's a better game. It's a better spectacle. It is, because, you, you know, in finals, they, they know that people are going to be up for it. They know that, that players are going to come full ball. So they, sure. they understand that tackles are going to be harder and stuff like that. So you are right. They let things go. Um, and I love finals. It's always exciting. There's always usually a team that kind of catches you off off the cuff a little bit that makes yeah. a run. And if I was to pick yeah. right now, I'd say it's Sydney. Because Sydney are a, are a dangerous they would. team. They were last night. They're exciting and they have no fear. They play a, a very attacking style of footy. And when I tell you, last night. I tell you right now, you got any any team that has Buddy Franklin in the team is you you got a chance. Uh, Big got, Lance, do you reckon Buddy? I'd love to get your opinion on Buddy. Do you reckon Buddy has not even come close to living up to his hype? That's because I remember when he was at Hawthorne. That's a right, hard, he, hard answer. That's a really well. Did hard he answer. he signed a ten year deal with Sydney? Yes, you're right. right. Yep. As the 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 biggest thing in the AFL, the, yep. the 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 greatest player there was at the time. Do you think he's lived up to what he is being paid, and do you think he's lived up to his height? I do because I you think reckon? if I think if you're anyone that kicks a thousand yeah. goals in footy, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You are your top, pretty your top good. three, and he yeah, is going to be he's going to be he's top, top three. You know what I mean? Um, do you reckon he? But do, on a, as as a winner, do you reckon he's look, provided not, as a winner? It's, it's sort easy. of a stats man. He's a bit like the, he's a bit like Peyton Manning. I know he's but, a real good stats man, but is he is he a real good? Is he going to get you the grand finals? I would say yeah, and, I, and the reason why, and, and I'll break it down a little bit because I think that you know in AFL it's not easy to win a premiership. It's probably the hardest, one of the hardest sports. And I know you know you can make the argument for every sport's hard to win a premiership, but ultimately you know in AFL something's there's just a lot going on, you know, like, and, and sometimes you need a lot of luck, and it's not all his fault. Like, he got the premiership at... Oh, um, it's not his fault. Absolutely, the, it's not his fault. He's got fault, the two... But... Uh, no, sorry, he got the premiership... Yeah, the two premierships at Hawthorne. That's all he's got, right? And then he goes to Sydney, and um, and then he, he hasn't won one at Sydney, ultimately. But he's played... This is, two... And that's what I'm saying. But, How long has he been there now? Seven years? Uh, he moved in 2013, but he's played two grand finals. Played, yeah, but he hasn't won them. And this is my argument. And this is, if you're on a 10-year... And it's the same argument for Jason Taumalolo in the NRL. A 10-year deal, to me, says you've got to win me or get, win me some grand finals. The cattle around him will help, right? But he, at the time he signed it, was the best player in the AFL. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think it's all his fault, though. He was the best player in no, the but AFL. No, it's, absolute, it's absolutely not his fault. There, there is no fault to bear. What I'm saying is I don't think he has lived up to what his contract and his hype is. Yes, no. he's going to go down as one of the greatest of all time, but he hasn't mm. won I think, like mm. others have. No, because I disagree. Because Only because there's some players that go to teams and they're just kind of... And they're lucky to win multiple premierships, right? Well, what but about like Trent Cotchin? Exactly. Well, Trent Cotchin... Do you reckon he's lucky? Or do you reckon he's better than Buddy as a winner? Well, I'll... Well, it's a hard question because ultimately he's a better winner because he's won more. That's but, what I'm saying. But Trent Cochin is not even half the player that Buddy Franklin is, and the reason why. But he's but he's triple the winner. Yeah, I know. But you're talking about <laughs> you're talking about a dynasty. So the Richmond dynasty, yeah. right? Those things don't come around every. You know, they don't come around every. Every Soft. team doesn't have a dynasty. That's a, a unique thing. Richmond hit the peak. And they've been fortunate to have their dynasty, and all credit to. Did them. they take? They sort of took it away from Hawthorne, didn't they? Hawthorne I, were going through that beautiful run. Well, look. So Brisbane. Brisbane had one in the Brisbane early 2000s. The, Brisbane were the original dynasty, and then you have Hawthorne, and then it's been Richmond. Um, yeah. And and you got to give credit where credit's due. So they they were a fantastic team, and Trent Conchie was their captain. So he's got three premierships, and all credit to him. However, if we get it back to Buddy, it's uh, you know it's tough because. Sydney, I don't think, did the best for him. So because he was on such a yeah. monster deal, yeah. they had to try, to try to get pieces around him and to try to get that premiership winning side is, is tricky. Although he played in the 2016 grand final for Sydney, right? Sydney versus the Dogs. Yeah. And, you know, that 2016 Bulldogs, you, that's a Leicester. You know what I mean? They finished yeah, seventh yeah, yeah. and they went on this crazy run. 
you know, and that team was not a great team, but they managed to win the grand final because they had this amazing run and they, their coach got behind them. They were motivated and yada, 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 and they beat Sydney. Sydney were the best team in the in the comp that year, probably. And They, they were. I they, remember that. They should have won the grand really. final. But, you know... That's what I'm saying. He did. Know. He hasn't produced when it's when he needs to. And that's why I think he, he hasn't lived up to what... And I'm not saying he's a... I'm, he's a fucking great player. The guy is a freak of nature. But he hasn't lived up to what his contract was about, no, I don't think. And I, I don't, I don't know. It, that's, to, it's it's just such a be. hard one because ultimately... Like, it's not like... Okay, so I'll explain like this. It's not like NRL, right? So, for example, Trevojevic. When he gets that ball... He can dictate yeah. from the minute he gets the ball to the try line. He has complete control of whether or not he's going to score that. Correct? Well, yes and no, but y- I know where you're going you know with it. Yes. yes. Buddy Franklin, it's not his fault that when there's a bounce in the middle and the midfield doesn't win the clearance and get it to him, that's that's out of his control. He can't help that. Yeah, yeah. But right? it's not Tom Trebojevic's fault that his front rower knocks on and they lose the ball either. No, it's not. But what I'm saying is in AFL, there's just a little bit that more that goes into it that needs to put you in a position to win. So he is easily been the best forward in the last 10 years. But sometimes at Sydney, they just haven't had the right blend of having a premiership side. If he stayed at Hawthorne, he would have won more. Granted, I, I 100% yeah. would have said that. But he left for more money and you can't blame him. So um, No, and you can't blame him for leaving for more money because you've got to set yourself up for life. Exactly. Right? But do you think... Um, when, so he was the best player in that Hawthorne team when he left, right? Well, and then he Hawthorne was the most, him he, was, he was the standout. He was the standout of a great player. bunch. But I, I don't know if he was in terms of most important or whatever. I, you could say Sam Mitchell. You could say Luke Hodge, uh, yeah. John Lewis at the time. You know, there's great players there. Great players, all winners, all, all winners. winners. Yeah, but that whole side with Clarkson was all winners, man. You know, Clarkson, yeah. that dynasty with Clarkson was incredible. Um, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, I, I don't know. I can understand your argument, but I think that sometimes he's been a little hard done by. And like I said, any player that's cool. that, sc- that scores a thousand, like Tony yeah, Lockett, it's stupid. Tony Lockett's the greatest forward that's ever played the game, right? Greatest forward. He's never won a premiership. Old Lockie. Yeah, see that that that's, that. So that's like, what I'm saying. A, he's a solo superstar. But this, but this but is what I'm saying. Winner. Yeah, but you could be a winner and be a shit player. So it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. Like. You know what I'm you, saying? You, you, I understand your point. I mean, but look it, at some but of when the it comes to the greats, team, they are yeah. useless. Well, they're not useless because they won obviously the premiership. Yeah, but, but I'm saying but they're when not. When it comes to the greats, they, they the greats drag their teams. To okay, win. let me ask you this then: Who's a better player, Jack Rewalt or Buddy Franklin? Jack Rewalt, in my opinion. For you, opinion. that is, I, I almost want to I flip. think so. I want to flip my Yeah, laptop. you can. I but because, and you know, I think, why? Because Jack Rewalt provides more to his teammates than what Buddy does. Buddy no. is the solo superstar. He's a no, freak he of nature. You don't reckon? No, he doesn't. Because... I don't know, he's a no, winner. No, Jack Rewalt has been so fortunate because that Richmond team has been so good. Yeah. Well, so, who? let's say, who's the best player in Richmond? Dustin Martin. Dustin Martin, right? So Dustin Martin will drag his teams to Grand Dustin Martin, victories. yeah, right. That's a different. Why argument. doesn't Buddy do the same? That's a different argument. I'm not arguing. Well, that's what with I'm Dustin trying to Martin. say. Why because doesn't Dustin Martin's why a different player? Dustin Martin plays in the midfield, and Dustin Martin. So who's can, better? Is Dustin Martin better or Buddy better? Dustin Martin's a better player. Yeah, that's right. Hundred percent, and that's no question. Dustin Martin. Is if you talk, talk about regular season, he's just a so it's about it's sort of position based. When if we're going to look at people who can drag you to a win in yep. AFL, yep. it's positional. It's yep. not. It's not. I think it's very hard. Based. I think it's very hard for a forward to yeah. drag a team to a final. It's almost that blend of a midfielder slash half forward that drags you to a, to to winning multiple premierships and having a dynasty. Because when you, for example. Michael Voss, right? He's the captain of Big Brisbane Lions. Yeah. yeah, and and you know, and like players like Simon Black and stuff like that. They were probably Brownie. the better the better players at Brisbane. But you know, um, Alistair Lynch and Jonathan Brown were fantastic forwards. But yep. Voss and Black had more impact on the game. Um, and then you look at I know he never won a premiership, and he always gets you know this is the biggest thing that goes against him. But Nathan Buckley had more impact on Collingwood than any other player. Um, Scott Pendlebury has more more impact on Collingwood than any other player. The midfielders have more impact. And Dustin Martin is probably the best of the bunch because what he does in finals is he's able to just create this absolute... He could turn games 
He can get he's the got ball. A motor too. Yeah, he's he can get the ball in the midfield, line. right? But then he does this blend where he pushes forward and he could drag. He plays like a full forward. He plays one on one, and one on one, he's easily one of the best players in the game because he's able to push people off. Yeah. Um, and just in terms of finals, it's hard to argue in the finals that there's yeah. anyone better than Dustin Martin because he's won three Norm Smiths. So that means he's he's, he's been the best in every single Premiership game. Yeah. Um, but so yeah. it, so what? So if you if Buddy was this is just a very hypothetical. If Buddy was a midfielder, he played in the mid, right? Do you think he would have more bearing over a game than what he has playing up front? Well, for starters, that body could never play in the midfield. <laughs> I know he's he's a big boy up front. He's just kicking him away. He's yeah. huge. He's a massive guy. Yeah. But if he let's just say was. He would have more bearing, and then he would have more bearing on whether his team won or lost. Yeah, it, yes. That, that's so, Buddy's, of... so Buddy's fortunes, his unfortunate losses in grand finals is due to the position he plays, not the player he is. That's the crux of my argument, yeah. Because you got to remember too, right? So coming from a statistical point of, of what I'm looking at here, a lot of goals in AFL are scored from stoppage. A lot of goals in AFL are scored yeah. from turnover. And that's, yeah. not, that's nothing to do from from forward so if there's a a stoppage inside 50 and there's a center bounce and you've got a fucking absolute quality ruckman and they tap it down to a mid that's running on and they slot one big maxi you know what i mean so the mids the midfield is what's probably going to win you premierships and if you've got an absolute superstar like buddy franklin up top that's 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 going to help you so but he's just the he's the icing on the cake. He's the icing he on the cake. The, he's not the workhorse. He's the icing on the but cake. But what I'm saying is, like in terms of just ability and the amount of goals that he's scored, he's probably the best forward easily in the last ten to fifteen years. It's not even close. I'm not arguing that. I no. just don't think he's that much of a winner. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. But anyway, back uh, back onto grand finals. Yeah. So I've got Maybe. Port Geelong. <laughs> Port Geelong, and I've got I'll, I'll say Port are going to win it. Um, I think yeah, it's a good. They, I, they, I, I think it's very good. hard for me to go against them right now. Although they play Brisbane, they will play Brisbane in um, the first game of like that. Because what happens in the top four is the same in the NRL. They get the double chance. So if they yep. lose, they get to play again. So that will be in Adelaide. And you just never know. You never know with footy sometimes. Brisbane could turn up and, and, and they cause it. Dan could have a blinder. You never know, mate. But um, Do you I'll, know what I find? I would pick Paul. Is. is you know, in like AFL and rugby, like NRL, they're so different. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I think's the most standoutish for me is players' names are so different. You know, like I've never heard of a Danaher running around in the rugby league. You don't really hear of like a Meninga running around in the <laughs> AFL. You don't like. There's never been a Pendlebury playing for St George. Yeah, fair. rugby league players have real basic bogan names, where AFL players have these sort of fancy. Ladi da names. I've always wondered that. And I, Better it must athletes, be just mate. because. It, uh, oh, I don't think so. Oh, you cannot disagree there. I do not think so at all. I oh, reckon. All right, let's get rugby let's, league players are I'm, I'm way pushing, more athletic. Than I'm NFL pushing players. my seat in close. This is yep. a debate I'm ready for. You need to give okay. me. You need to give me why you think. What, why? Why do you think an AFL player is more athletic than okay, an NRL player? For starters, player? do you think no. a body type? No, I'm, I'm just going to give you. I'm just going to give you everything. So for starters, no. they they run more. They got to be fitter, right? So, so what's only, the average? What's the average K's in the legs per player per game? Mate, they run way more than the 15 K's a game. Okay, that's a lot. Fair that enough. is. It is. They run more. than... Trust me, I am the biggest football fan out there, and they they are fitter than footballers. The amount they have there to run. There is no way you could run 15Ks, though, in rugby league after getting tackled 40 times at the same the same now, rate of... Yeah. That's a different argument. I'm saying that's why I'm saying they're more athletic. No, because that doesn't make sense. So, No, it does. No. Because to be able to, continually to, to continue to play at that athletic ability after being in those collisions time and time and time again, to me, proves that they're a more athletic player. No, but that's not what athletic means. I'm talking about... They are, they're fitter. They can do more athletic. Uh, yeah, but being fitter doesn't make. Oh, no, have you so seen some do, of the wingers in the NRL? Do, they could do more athletic. Uh, so what's the word I'm looking for here? They could do more athletic like things. So for, they can jump higher. They could sprint more. They have, have you tackle. seen the wingers in the NRL? Yeah. Have you seen? The, have I you have. seen the fox? The, yeah. Have you have you okay, seen Ronaldo Muliatalo? I'll tell you this though. How many times is Adokar touching the ball in a game? 
Oh, probably 30-ish, maybe he could He could sit out on the wing, and he's not, for large periods of the game, he's probably not doing but he, much. Yeah, but, he, but he can sit up front and do the he same can, thing. He can, but... When you, okay, but when you're in a hundred and <laughs> what is he, fifteen kilos probably, yeah, and he's sprinting around all game. Greg English and he's like got to make marks. Kilos. It's a lot harder to consistently take marks in a game and jump at packs than it is to do anything in rugby league. You reckon? So you reckon it's a lot harder to consistently take marks than run the ball into three men and be in like in a hundred kilometer an hour car crash? Have you times. seen some of the pack marks that AFL take? Yeah, they just yeah. They, I, I'm. They're freakish. They're there's very more, talented. There is more collisions, hard-on collisions in AFL than there is in NRL. Not a chance. Yes, there is. That is no way on yes, earth. Yes, there, there's is. more off-the-ball collisions. There's more sort of dog-shot collisions where people hit them at angles. Rugby league, it's just front-on bashing time and time and time and time again. And then you look at the wingers. The wingers, but that's I would athletic. argue... That is not athletic. No, but that's what You're I'm saying. You're just running straight at another player. That doesn't no, require... Look at the wingers. That doesn't require much. I feel like I, watch... I want to chime in here. Yes, I've just, please. I've just got some statistics for you. Okay. Um, so, uh, average rugby league game is 7.2 kilometres per game. Yeah. With about mm-hmm. halfbacks doing up to 8.5 kilometres and the forwards okay. around 6. Yep. yep. Uh, AFL is uh, whopping 13 kilometres per yeah, game. Yeah, that's a lot. But that, just because you run further doesn't make you more athletic. But I think the question... It exactly makes you AFL. more athletic. If you run yeah. more, you, it requires more from your well, body. Who, all right, then. So who's more athletic, a basketball player or an AFL player? An AFL, AFL player. player. Not a chance. They just they just run further. No. There is no way an AFL player is more athletic than, an, than a basketballer. No, because it does... Okay, look, this, I'll, I'll say it like this. I'll break it down <laughs> There's more aspect to the, to the AFL game. They have to do more, so it requires more athleticism. Whereas a basketball, they're just running down and jumping at a hoop, right? Whereas in AFL, they've got to bounce the ball, they've got to kick the ball, they've got to handball it, they've got to jump, they've got to tackle. There's so much involved in that game. They've got to be a true athlete. Whereas in rugby league, all right, they've got the ball right, in their hand just... and they're running it straight at someone. That's literally... Not really. Who's more athletic? Let's do... All right, let's go sort of player for player. Who is more athletic? Let's think. I'm trying to think of someone athletic in the AFL. Give me an athletic player in the AFL. Mm, off the top of my head. I mean, I'm trying to think of like... Uh... Someone from Collingwood. Anyone athletic? I'll just go Pendlebury because he's athletic. Okay, Pendles. Is, is Pendlebury more athletic than Roger Tuivasa-Shek? You're talking the elite. No, I'm talking athletic. I'm talking people who are athletic. This is what I'm saying. But what are you I saying? Think, you're not saying anything. Well, you're picking, more athletic. You, no, because you're picking the best player and trying to use that as the crux of your argument. No, so that's what I'm saying. You pick, the, you pick the most athletic player in the AFL and I reckon the most athletic player in the NRL would be more athletic than them. I think you're wrong. Because you, you have to you look at wingers and centers, right? You look at the way they score those tries in the corner, right? That is to me is absolute athleticism. They can tort their bodies in the air. They're going at full pace. They're jumping above people like they do in the AFL. They're similar heights, similar angles. They're putting the ball down without dropping it. It's complete athleticism, right? Mm. They don't have to do that in the AFL. You can drop the ball whenever you want. You can spill it whenever. It's a much messier game where you have to have complete control over your body, which to me makes you more athletic. It is a messier game, if you're talking it like that, but then it's But the, that's, that's what, to me, takes follow, away the athleticism. But no, it's the follow-on effect. So if they're taking a pack mark and they drop it because there's about four guys in there, then when the ball yeah. spills out and they've got to get up and try and run after it and pick the ball up... But you do the same. But you do the same thing in the NRL. Yeah, I know, but okay. But how do you score a try? You're just putting the ball down. Whereas yeah, in the, yeah, but you, in what, AFL, yeah, but you have to put the ball the down ball, without dropping it, and you've got to bounce it before before you run twelve steps. You've got to kick it. You've got to make sure yeah. it's there's a lot it's more the only game, in the AFL. That, that AFL's the only game I've ever seen where you get a point for trying. Yeah, well, that's what my dad says all the time. <laughs> but that's not. <laughs> I lo- I love the game, but I just don't think they're as athletic as rugby players. Do I think they're fitter? Absolutely. AFL players wipe the floor with them when it comes to aerobic fitness, right? When it comes to athleticism, I would argue tooth and nail that they're not as athletic. But what do you define as athleticism then? The, the 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 leaping ability, the ability to contort your body, the ability to move at really quick pace in different directions, the ability to step off both feet, the ability to kick off both feet. Like I look at Kalen Ponga, he's very athletic, right? I think we could all agree Kalen Ponga is a very athletic guy. Yeah, I think he would be more athletic than the top athletic people in the AFL. No, I disagree. You don't reckon? No. Why? Why do you disagree? I side with Tommy. Because, you reckon? What, yeah. I just don't... I, hey, I think what, it's got nothing like to do with aerobic me, fitness. To me, with the question of which sport is more athletic, it is hands down AFL. 
Yeah, because there's probably more athletic players. Because you look at forwards in the NRL, they're not athletic. They're just big bastards running dead straight. And when that you move is, out further... That is my point. So you get a second rower... So, because there's more athletic people on no, the field. No, 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 no. Because it requires more... That game requires more. You cannot have a guy that's 100... You cannot have fucking Andrew Fafita on the AFL field playing full forward. He wouldn't last two seconds because he couldn't... Well, their body the shapes ball. are completely different. My point the, the, is the, the, that the game is more athletic because it requires more. So... The, the people like Buddy and the people like Joe Danaher, these guys are freaks, man, because they're massive and they can do the things that they can do. A second rower in the rugby league... Well, Tao Malolo can do that. He Tal could Malolo's not play in the AFL. They wouldn't last 10 minutes. They'd be gassed. Yeah, but I don't think AFL players would last 10 minutes in the NRL. This Wrong. Is Buddy Frock, he could, he, he'd run straight. He'd go he straight. Would be or, he'd be murdered. Nah, don't think so. They would kill him. That he would get killed day one. He'd cop some hits, but he would go all game. Do you reckon he'd get up again? And again and again and again and again and again and again and again? Yep. I don't think he could. But that doesn't... Just because you can run... But that's not the athletic ability part. Exactly. Just because you can run at someone and take constant tackles, that doesn't mean you're more athletic. That means you're strong. It makes you crazy. It makes means you a psychopath. Yeah. It means you're you're strong and your your heart is probably more... So the heart to play rugby league and the strength and the willpower probably is is higher than what it is to play AFL because you've got to run straight at people for 80 minutes. Yeah, but I I think when when it comes to the athletic parts of the game... The, the the direction changes, the leaping, all these other things. I think I, the the pinnacle of NRL players are more athletical, athletic than the pinnacle of AFL players. I just I, I I'm struggling across to, the I, board. AFL players are probably more athletic. Yeah, because, because there's more of them on the field who have to be athletic at any given time. Yeah, you're right, but but like, I don't think the pinnacle of the pinnacle of the sports. I would lean towards the NRL. I just, I just don't know how you can argue with that because literally the only way you score a goal in the AFL is by taking a jumping mark. So they're literally doing it all the time. Yeah, but you have to do the same thing sometimes in the NRL and you but have you, to put a ball down on the ground. But the only way they, they, they don't score tries, the only way they score tries is not from jumping to catch the ball. Yeah, well, they don't, they don't, they don't, the only way they don't score goals is by jumping to catch a ball either. I've seen people float a ball. Yeah, they look, they in. make goals off runs, but I'd say 90% <laughs> of goals scored in the AFL are from marks. You reckon? Yeah, I don't know. The, D, the D's score quite a few off the run. 90% yeah. is a big number. Let's Can we get our resident stats man, Kyle Howe, to check that for us, please? <laughs> resident stats the, man, Kyle. Hang on. Now. Hang on, I've just got a text message. Kyle Howe has just come back with me and said uh, that there is 1.4% of goals in the AFL scored off marks. So, Howe, you're a fuckwit. That's not true. Don't ever come back with that rubbish again. <laughs> again. <laughs> so there you go Christian Petrarca absolute athletic demon mate you know he is very athletic but I would say Roger Tuovasacek is more athletic well that's an argument that, that this is uh, something we're never going to agree on because no we're never going to agree on do you know what we can on. agree on There's, I've got something we completely agree on AFL players and rugby league players are more athletic than rugby union players yeah but that you know, each game is... It's a different argument again. It's again, a different, it's a diff- argument, different argument, you know? <laughs> I know. I'm because, just going horses for Because horses. toughness, toughness is, is, is a completely different You can't spectrum. measure toughness. You know I've mean? always wanted to know that. Because I, I would argue that rugby union players are equally as tough as anybody, if not tougher. Because to get oh. fucking... To get studs in your face when you're in the ruck, that's tough. That's not fun. I played union. Not it's not fun. fun. When you're down yeah, in the ruck fun. and you've got fucking bodies on top of you and you and then you get up and you're in another one and then you get up in another as a as a collision sport the collisions aren't that hectic no in they're union. not compared i don't think so well, i don't yeah, think the, they're, they're not putting in shoulders like league mm. and they're not running from it's to me what the the collisions get heavier because of the distance between the players rugby is just a flat defensive line with a deep back line and a lot of the collision happens at the ruck where rugby league collision is and, and AFL collision, it's quite fast. I think. Um, I would I think agree with that, but Union is way more of a Union's more game. Yeah, Union's more oh, much more. Yeah, Union, yeah, Union is a more of a beautiful game. Union is more te- tactical. It's more. It's more beautiful in a way because there's a lot more nuance to the game. Yeah, They're all very days. different, and I don't think any of us are going to agree on anything other than YouTube ganging up it's on me the being bullied. Game played in heaven. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. They? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, Union's probably, yes, uh, probably a hard... Who knows if it's the game played in heaven? Who, who, when did God come out of the sky and say, hey, listen up, I've got all animals two by two from Noah, and we play rugby. See you later. See you later. What a man. Kyle told me. <laughs> Kyle Howe. Kyle Davis now, resident stats man. 
What a man. Yeah, right. What's the percent? How many, what's the winning percentage in heaven? <laughs> Jesus Christe, winning percentage, 8%. Well, that's what they reckon. And then, obviously, you know, football's the world sport, and that's not even a contest. Football is the world sport. Rugby league is a sport paid by Bogans in Australia. But fuck, yeah. I love it. Fuck, I love it. Mm, that's right. Um, but do yeah. you know what? Speaking of football, I want to I wanna have... Just end on a little fun note with me. End on a little... Just a little bit of fun before you go watch Liverpool fucking trounce Burnley. Oh, we don't know that, mate. Don't be so ridiculous. I want to play a game with you, right? And this this is something that we're both going to be involved in. We're going to build a team together and we're going to add a manager to it. We're going to pick a stadium. We're we're both going to agree on the stadium. We can't pick Anfield. We can't pick St. James, all right? Mm. Where are you going with I want to build the best 11, best looking 11 plus manager. So we're going to do six each. Footballers of all time. We'll do a fullback each, a centre back. How the we'll do... hell am I going to remember who the best looking well, players are? Well, I've got a couple because I've been thinking about these men a lot lately. I don't know why, but I've been thinking about good looking men. I'll lead off, right, with a striker, and I've got him down as the goat of good looking men, Fernando Torres. Yeah, that's a, that's a great Would thing. you think he's a good looking man? He's a great right? looking man, yes. Yep. Fernando Torres in Liverpool 2008 with his long blonde locks. Oh. That's, that's peak Torres. Like, I think you're very biased any... here on this one, Tommy. I'm no, just if saying, there's any that's women peak, listening. That's, that's when he was at his peak and he looked great. <laughs> he looks so good. If there's any ladies listening, get your wet floor signs out because here we go. I'm going to throw a couple at you then, Tommy, and I might be able, you might be able to pick a few out of your brain. Midfielder, Cesc Fabregas, real good-looking bloke, rugged, sort of sexual Spanish-looking man. Would you disagree or would you agree? <laughs> I mean, when you put it like that, I guess I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't... I don't know, man. It's tough. I'm a, the, Ronaldo. The only, look at Ronaldo. R- Ronaldo he's a stunner. Yeah, Ronaldo easily. He's, I guess he's Ronaldo be easily. Easily. Well, you seem You're to not going to come up you seem You're to too put, straight for this game. That's what I mean. You, you seem to have put too much thought into this, Carl. Yeah, but I don't know why I think about him all the time. I can't like think my other. Mate. David Beckham in the midfield, easily. really good yeah, looking guy. Easy, not even, it's not even contest. Yeah, that's, See, yeah, when you I, when yeah, you have I'll a think, thank you, because he's a stallion. You don't want to, you don't make him talk, but just look at him. You go, geez, he's a good looking bloke. My left winger, Jack Grealish, I think he's a good looking guy. I'd put him in there. Good hair, just real, great real hair. good looking. You know what I mean? Some would say the great back, hair. the backs, the backs are where it's sort of. It well, gets iffy the, the centre backs are notoriously rough, rugged people, mate. They're not exactly stunners. Well, I don't. I don't. You know, we could put ugly ones in. Who was that bloke who played for uh, Liverpool? Martin Skirtle. Not a good-looking guy. Mate, I tell you, a player that was uglier than Martin Skirtle that played for Liverpool. Thomas Susek. No, no, no. There's a there's a <laughs> centre back, and, and, and this he's. He's not a well-named centre-back. He wasn't around for long, but there was a centre-back for Liverpool called Kyriakos. That guy was... He was a Greek centre-back. He was the ugliest man. He was the ugliest man I've ever seen. That poor guy. That poor guy. He sounds like he'd be a Greek god. Oh, man. He was was an ugly bloke. Do you know who... Fullbacks? I'll give you a good-looking fullback. Theo Hernandez. Good-looking bloke. Yes. um, That whole family's not doing bad, are they? Yeah. See, Lucas Hernandez, you put him as a centre-back. Good-looking bloke. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Edison. Edison's got great new teeth. Pretty good-looking fella as the goalkeeper. Ah, oh, see, I reckon Edison's a manta, mate. Who do you reckon's better, Alison Becker? He's not. He's got, a bit of ru- he's got a bit of ruggedness to him. I'd say a probably, manly man. I'd say probably the best-looking goalkeeper was probably uh, that Carrius, but he was a fucking drip. Oh yeah, he was. He was he's a good-looking rooster. But and then you um, get like, see, this is what I mean. There's a few that are just hanging around, waiting in the waiting in the wings to be brought up. I don't. I can't think of any right backs. Danny Alves. He had a bit of. He had a bit of mongrel about. Looked like a gang member. He had like that sort of. I might kill you, but I'm fairly handsome sort of vibe about him. I'm sure you know so there's I mean? been some Italians down the years that have probably looked decent. Oh, I can't think. Of, like Insigne's a fucking. Lorenzo Insigne's a good looking, but he has the best haircut I've ever seen. Chiromo, what do you reckon it is with Italians, right? Why do you reckon they do that thing with their hands? Oh, that, like, yeah. <laughs> what do you think it is? Where, where do you reckon that come from? Who was the first Italian to do that? I think it's and why of, did they do it? I've seen someone. Um, I've seen someone describe it. I think it's the way, like they, they, because obviously they're European. It's like their way. Everything that they think of, like why someone does this, or they want to explain something, it, they use their yeah. hands like that. Like, oh fuck you, or what are you doing, or come on, man. It's a, or, it's a very cultural yeah. thing, hey. Yeah, it's it's. It's just what they do. Like I guess Australians it's, probably have something, me, but I can't fucking. Australians have something. It to me, it's like 
I work with a lot of Indian guys and they all do a little head wobble thing. And to me, the Italian thing, <laughs> the Italian finger thing is the same as the Indian head wobble thing. Just a slight little It's a culture head. thing. It is a culture yeah, thing. Yeah, it's just a little wobble when they're sort of agreeing or disagreeing with you. It's just a cultural thing. And I would love to know where it stems from. Oh, man, it's like just where? the beginning of time, man, and it just comes down through families. The dawn of know? time. It is. Five man, people just, just one went to just, Italy and one went to the, the gladiators, mate, in Rome. They were just they were all getting their fingers out, and then it's just yeah. there. You know, I don't know, mate. Olive but oil, pizza. Just, uh, uh, just to to go back to to segue back into our earlier conversation because I think it's something we need to talk about. Yep. Top three then boxes of all yeah. time. My favorite favorite oh. three boxes of all time. Yep. All right, I'm gonna give you. In no sort of particular order, because I haven't really thought about it at the moment. Michael Tyson is in there. Yes. Canelo Alvarez is absolutely in there. And probably number three would be... Oh, God, I can't think. Number three for me would be... Sugar Ray Leonard. That's a great pick. And he's probably Sugar Ray Leonard. He's, he's, he's in my top three. So my top three in terms of favouritism, I'm not going by record, just... Yeah, I'm fav- saying That was my three favourites. Yeah, my favourite. Just people I love to watch. Number one is, is Iron yeah. Mike. He's easily... Isn't he the, good? He's, a, he's the most exciting fighter that's ever lived. Because just if you, you Would do. you take... if Would you let him, in his prime, punch you in the face with an uppercut for a million dollars? Bare am knuckle? I, am I waking up? You, I don't know. You just got to you got to run I mean, the gauntlet. Jeez, oh, I don't know. I mean, you got to run the gauntlet. That, See you, what happens. You'd have no teeth left. Um, oh fuck it, it hurts. I mean, that, you'd have to you take it. The fuck, man. He, be, he was scary in his prime. Man. It, like, Very legitimately scary. scary. Very scary. Legitimately bro. scary. Um, so much talent, man. So much. Talent. I would argue, and I've, I've talked about this with a couple of mates before, so many times. I would argue that in terms of talent, he would arguably be the most talented fighter that's ever lived but the way his career ended, that was hard work that was a lot of that was hard work you know what I mean like they, obviously he's not had the best career because the way he, he he went in jail and he he moved on from his trainers and all that shit and it kind of just went to Brad Pitt him. slept with his girlfriend Did he? Fuck, I even know yeah that. and apparently Mike was going to kill him Vaughn he told me that story Mike wanted to kill everyone Brad Pitt slept with but his um in terms of give me your other two okay so yeah Mike and then I've got uh, Sugar Ray Leonard I love Sugar Ray Leonard and I love Sugar Ray Leonard not only as the fighter but I love Sugar Ray Leonard when he was in the Contender series do you remember that? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah my yeah, god yeah. I love the Contender yeah. series that was awesome um, yeah good and then my third is a bit of a, a bit of a unsung hero that not a lot of people love but I loved him um, oldest oldest champion of all time uh, Bernard Hopkins Bernie because he oh, burn. 27 straight Defenses in the middleweight division, absolute That's bad, weapon. That's and bad. yeah, oldest oldest champion of all time. I think he may have been fifty when he won it. Or fucking so, hell. Yeah, he fought really late. Nah, yo, that's old, man. If he nah. won it at fifty, holy shit. Have a, have Do you know who's an unsung hero? Trigger, have Roy a Jones. look. I'm, I'm unsung fairly hero. certain Hopkins won it like forty eight or forty seven. He won the, he won a title. Roy Jones was was an absolute demon, and like his on peak, his day, oh his ceiling, like his peak was was. At, at the top, I reckon. Like well, you're talking, Tommy? some of the highest ever. He was um, 46. When he there won. you go, 46. Boys, I'm going to have to uh, wrap this bad boy up. I've got to go look after the young fella. So it's been absolutely enjoyable. No up worries, Liverpool. Mate. We'll see you later. Enjoy yourselves, boys. <laughs> Take care, mate. We'll talk soon. Ta-ta. Yeah, mate. Farewell. Yeah, mate.